Welcome back to the Call Me Larry podcast, the only podcast that takes their personal problems out on wacky, waveable, inflatable arm men. I'm here with Jason. How you doing, homie? It's been a minute. I know, man. I know. Hey, it's great to have you back on the show. And yes, uh, listeners, Zach is still part of the Call Me Larry franchise here. We It is still a thing. Uh, you know, I know... We, we might have been neglecting a little Zach action in the past couple of weeks, but that's just been because the holidays and, uh, you know, we're also very careful about COVID and stuff with like just quarantining and spending time with family. So we've been a little bit restricted, but I could not be more ecstatic to have you back here today. And side note, uh, this is filmed post New Year's. Did you watch uh, the New Year's celebration, Zach, on TV at all by any chance? You mean the Times Square? Yeah. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. So we had so, it on the TV in the background. Okay, okay. So I had it. I had it on my TV, and it was. It, I mean, I didn't expect much given our circumstances, right? And I thought it was pretty cool that they had like a VIP. Uh, for those of you that don't know, they had a VIP party for um uh it's kind of weird to be honest with services you. uh like like health services what, what do you call it? frontline workers frontline workers yeah right? that was that part was cool that was sure. cool that was cool um the the, the audio or the um, the concert lineup was like okay but there wasn't a lot of people there and again Dude, that's it was, understandable it was all over the place they had mgk and then they had the girl who sing or the woman who sings "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" back in the seventies. I don't know her name, but she's like roughly. Well, they had J Lo too. J Lo was the headliner. Yeah, but the the lineup was all over the place, and it was wild watching them. He's like, you know, thank you so much to doctors, nurses, people on the front lines of the COVID pandemic, first responders, anything like that. But like, respectfully, y'all had your own private booths because of social distancing, and then you're looking at Times Square, and it's like. Where is everyone? Like, yeah, no, it's surreal, no, like, surreal. Dude, my girlfriend wants so badly to go to that celebration. I'm like, you go ahead and have fun. I'm not going to stand in the cold for seven hours to pee my pants and or well, wear a diaper and watch a fucking ball drop for 10 seconds and be like, okay, how do we get home? Because the, the D-line is packed. Exactly. Like, no, no, no. Exactly. <laughs> so I actually know a couple family members that have gone to the New Year's celebration and it's a hardcore thing. It's it's almost like camping out back in the day for like a new uh, for like Black Friday. You know when the people camp out like three days early yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day. They, they don't do this anymore because everything's new, get a new shoe drop. Yeah. Like get the good yeah. sale. Oh like, yeah, yeah, everything's available that. online. They used to yeah. do this for the iPhone and stuff. Dude, these people wear diapers. That's too hardcore for me. I don't know about you, but like Dude, I'm not wearing a diaper to go watch the New Year's celebration. I'm not pissing myself for anybody or anything like if, yeah. if that happens it's a problem it needs to be fixed pronto yeah these like, people are hardcore so planning for it. so yeah yeah so my girlfriends wanted to go to that too and i was like no way and last year we had tried to see the rockefeller tree right yeah. and we got within two blocks of it and we could not get any more there was a panic attack like it was just a panic attack there was people freaking out running in both directions like mosh pit and obviously pre-covid but I, I, you couldn't do this before. And now, uh, you know, it was so surreal to see it empty, right? But the whole reason I brought up this New Year's celebration was the fact that you were talking about inflatable men. And <laughs> they, what they did is they filled up the entire place with the plan, a Planet yeah, Fitness branded inflatable yeah, guys everywhere. And it, not going to lie, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, but when you're talking about taking out your frustration on inflatable men or inflatable people, right? Like I would totally just run down that New Year's like uh, New Year's Eve celebration, just start punching those guys like crazy. <laughs> they were everywhere. There was more inflatable people than regular people. Yeah, it was crazy. True. It was wild. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, Zach. Um, 
What's going on, man? Whoa, what's up? Where have you been? What's up, bitches? Yeah, you heard I'm back. Um, dude, I mean, you know, like the pandemic isn't exactly making life easy right now, and we didn't have an opportunity to record and for me to, you know, kind of come out here to the studio. So I've just been in Larry Land. What is Larry Land? All right, let's pretend like this isn't completely set up as if it's a go-to for this entire episode. It is. Um, Not that we have anything other than that. (laughs) That's just the topic. It's like, is Larry Land Narnia? That is the question, right? What is Larry Land? Well, it's like uh, it's like you're a state of you're in a state of being where like nothing really matters because you can't get done what you need to get done, but you're also like it's on the horizon, you know. Is you have the opportunity eventually. It's like limbo? You're gonna, you're you talking about limbo here? Well, dude, the reason I dubbed it that. So I have a friend who you know when we like to get together, have some drinks, whatever. You know, he hits this stage where he's in he hits Narnia, and you can, he's just like <laughs> he it's you can see it in his eyes. Like he enters the, the he enters the wardrobe. Yes, exactly. Like there's a state, there's a look in his eyes of just lights are on, nobody's home, and he's still reacting and doing things. But like it, it's not calculated. It's not like I, like I don't think he's doing anything on pur- on purpose. He's just on autopilot, and it's whatever the autopilot decides to do that day. Like one time we're <laughs> we're in we're in Boston for the weekend, and we we left this club in the seaport and I was chasing him throughout the streets of the seaport district while he ran up to random cars while they were driving, dude, he would go to like red lights and like knock on the window and they'd be like, can I help you? Like really obviously worried. Like what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Just go, do you know where to get pizza around here? I'm like, Richard, what are you doing? What the yeah, fuck, it's, Richard? It's, it's our producer, Richard, that I'm talking about. What the like, fuck, Richard? No, yeah, no. it's like, we need, we need, to, like, can we just go home? Like, I will literally buy you Domino's when we get home. Yeah, can we yeah. just get back home? Well, that's those people that like, um, I think you can dub them the, like the drunkest people in the room, right? It's like we've all kind of like. It, does everyone enter Narnia at a certain phase? Is is that is that like what happens? We've definitely had our moments where you enter the Larry Land, like you end up in that state of being where it's just I'm Larry and this is where I exist right now. It's a different kind of energy. It is no, it, it definitely like I I feel that and you know I think we've all been in a situation where we've either met and interacted with or been the drunkest person in a party or like room, like the drunkest person in the room. Right. Um, that, that makes me think back to a uh, specific time. Uh, this was, I was celebrating new years and it, it was really funny because, uh, the drunkest guy at the room was like in the basement and he was just sitting on the ground, um, in the you. corner. What's up? It wasn't you. No, it wasn't me. No, okay. surprisingly. <laughs> uh, but he was sitting down in the corner and, uh, he was like in a walkway and people were, and this was like 9 PM. I just got to the party and he was like out. He was like, he was oh, like, yeah, he was hugging yeah. the trash can on the floor. I have a friend like that who rolls into the party and he's got like, this, this specific person loves to just booze, like hard alcohol and he'll bring a yeah, water Yeah, yeah. Hits and you he, hard. He tucks the whole thing back in like an hour and then it's like, okay, we all know exactly where this is going to end yeah. up. It's on the floor. Yeah. So, so he ended up being like this, uh, this almost like the troll. Like the troll toll, you know, like whenever you passed him, you're like, Hey, uh, how's it going, John? Like, I'm good. Uh, you know, eyes half open, like hanging on the trash can. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, wow. Hey, he, sure still breathing. he picked, yeah, he peaked real early at that party. Like we, it was supposed to be a new year's party and this was 9 PM. So I was like, oof, like you I didn't make it. it there, buddy. Your boy didn't make it to midnight. No, he did not make it to midnight. Uh, His new year's kiss was the trash. But, can. but to be fair, he, he hung in there and, uh, he became a fixture in the party where it's like every time you pass, you yeah. check on him, you yeah. say hi. He asks how you're doing. You ask how he's doing. It's funny that he's responding, but he's just like, I, yeah, I'm good. Not moving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he spent like four hours on the floor there. It was, it was funny. It was funny. Uh, but that was someone that, that was like the, you know, the drunkest person in the room. And, 
uh, what I find is it's always the best to be the like, it's always the best to be the second drunkest person, right? Because the first drunkest is like too far, and now the like you know person of attention at the party. Right of being like but, that person's too drunk. Yeah, it's if, like, but if you're if you, too sober, you have to take care of them. Like, if you're too like, sober, you're you have to take woman, care of them. Yeah, and if yeah. and if you're drunk enough, you don't. Right, or you don't care. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. you're a liability on your own. But the, being the second <laughs> per, drunkest person at the party is the best because you're still having fun, but no one's focused on how drunk you are yeah, necessarily. Yeah, true. You know, we're well, also having a good time, but it's like if you can't take care of that person because you're like, if that guy has one brain cell, I only have two. Like I don't have, a, <laughs> yeah, I don't have yeah. much more than him. I'm not gonna be doing too hot if I if I try and help this guy out yeah yeah i mean and then the other way you can go and something that zach and i have done a couple times is both be the drunkest person in the room you just got to use each other for support <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and uh i don't know if zach remembers this but there was a specific time that this happened in college where we had both uh gone to an off-campus party and uh what i remember and you, you know you can correct me if i'm wrong is that i we walked into the party i go to walk down the stairs into the basement it's a basement party uh, and I immediately fall down the stairs. I mean, dude, every party was a basement party because, like, none of them are finished. They're all concrete. So anything that goes wrong down there is, like, just get a mop. So my entrance like, is I've arrived <laughs> at the party, fall down the stairs. And everyone's like, oh, uh, Jason, yeah. hi. Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm great. Yeah. I'm great. Everything's fine. But that was my entrance. Uh, and meanwhile, while that was happening, I was later informed that Zach was ripping off the bathroom door accidentally oh, or not we're talking about this okay <laughs> um no dude so this is what happened i didn't rip the bathroom door off i definitely broke it though so i like i mean dude you're talking about a college like house apartment whatever like they're not well built the, it's held together the, with two picks and glue yeah the, literally the landlords don't put a lot of effort into it because they're like this is gonna get destroyed anyway so i might as yeah. well just like you know kind of let it happen what happened was is that I didn't know where the bathroom was, and so it ended up being directly at the top of the stairs, like like you know between the the hallway went in between the stairs went one direction down down to the basement, and then the bathroom was right on the other side. So I didn't know that that was the bathroom. I was looking for the bathroom, but I was also like we were just talking about. So Jason was the drunkest person at this party, and I was probably <laughs> the second drunkest. The yeah. problem was is that we were together, like we knew pretty much everyone there like we we knew the people who owned the house like we were with our friends but as far as like who's gonna look out for you it was just us like those the people yeah we came about, together we came together we were gonna yeah, leave together right? you and know? so we just you know we were two forces that needed to support each other and so you were downstairs with whoever at the time like i knew you were good and i just needed to go take a piss and so i come i come firing up the stairs and i just slip in the on the hardwood as i go to take the right turn to like go into the kitchen and kind of be like find someone who lives there yeah and be like uh yo where's the bathroom instead my fat ass goes flying right through this freaking door. Like I had so much momentum, dude. And I didn't even mean to. The problem is, is I hit where the doorknob is and the latch was clearly not very strong because yeah, it just yeah, yeah. ripped right out. And I immediately closed the door and just ran away. And I was like, <laughs> I ran outside. And I think I went to the bathroom and then people, people kind of came to me later and they're like, did you break the door? And I was like, nope, nope, nope. Didn't do it. Wasn't me. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Now everyone will know, but whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think to this day you you said you never did, but we knew. But it was funny. It wasn't that, on purpose. It was a complete accident. But yeah, I didn't yeah. want to have to pay for it. And it was fun. And then you know we spent some time there. And then on our way out, um, we're we're coming oh, out the hilarious. front door, and it was raining, and I fall, I fall down the stairs, and um, it was only two stairs, by the way. It wasn't a lot of stairs to like. It was like a couple. It was like two, or three steps that was going. You no, know, to say that like it's kind of like long, the yeah. fact that I fell down two steps is like that's pretty bad. Well, dude, so so I, let me take it from you because like so what happened was is I was I was coherent enough to be able to get us home. And you were entirely relying on me to keep us alive. And so I called the Uber. I was like, all right, blah, 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 whatever. We waited. It had been raining. 
And so rather than these steps going down to a, a walkway that would take you to the driveway or the street or the sidewalk, like whatever, it just went down to the lawn, like the dirt, right? And like Jason just said, it had been raining, so the dirt, so the lawn was really muddy, it was wet, like whatever. So we get to these stairs, and we have one other person with us who didn't try and fucking help at all, which I actually just thought of that, and thanks a lot. Um, Jason, at one point in time, I don't know if you tripped or if you just missed a step or if you Dude, were just like, know, I nod, know. I fuck gravity, you know, whatever. I'm going to yeah. do my own thing. Yeah, I think you I was just, just defying gravity. You start to fall down the stairs and I'm like, oh, no, no. And I go to catch you. and it's, But then, because I'm a little bit too more inebriated to like keep my footing and yeah, hold yeah. you up. And so I end up slipping too and we both plummet down these like two, three stairs and just are covered in mud. In mud, yeah. Like, <laughs> in mud, yeah. It's like the attempt was there, but one Larry falling in mud became two Larrys covered yeah, in mud. Dude. I know. I I mean, whatever. We went home. We threw it in the laundry. Like we, we went to bed. It was fun. oh yeah. It was a fun time. It was good. It was just I love that that was our entrance into the party. And you know I think everyone. Oh, we had went that in experience. with a bang. We went out with a bang. We, you you left and entered falling. Yeah. Needless to say, we were never invited to that house again. No, we were never. We never went back. <laughs> we definitely. Never, I don't know if they had any more parties. We ended up. We were hanging up with a lot. Either of way, we were blacklisted. We were blacklisted. Oh, definitely. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not our finest hour, but definitely probably not our worst. It was a good night. We've but all been there. Dude, I feel like Larry Land is kind of an entity though. Like whether exactly. you're out pulling down trees, climbing them, <laughs> riding around on the back of a silverback gorilla and just having a great time. Don't recommend that by the way. It probably won't end up well. Or if you're just inside of the freezer section making a fort out of frozen peas, carrots, and dino nuggets. Dude, you're living your life. You're having a great time. Bro, have you heard of the guy that like lived in Home Depot for like a month? And he made he made like a blockade, like a fort. Yeah, stuff. in between the aisles. Yeah. I, I think know there was people some... who did that with toilet paper in yeah. like a supermarket. Yeah, there's someone that's done that. Like the people have done it in a lot of places. Yeah. But that shit went viral on YouTube a couple years ago. That was so funny. People were legit living in these like stores. But uh, speaking to what Zach was saying, what it comes down to, and this is just something for everyone, is guys, have a little fun, right? Like everything can be fun if you make it fun. So just enjoy the little things. And especially right now, right, where we can't go and do all the crazy things. Not that, yeah. you know, everyone can do that anyway. Not that I can do that anyway. Right, but it's like have fun. Go to the supermarket and mess around. Go buy hot yeah. dogs and chocolate milk and make it into a fun time. I don't know. Like if we're talking about, you know, how Larry we we talked about why we why you call us Larry and how it's just an energy. It's like a being that's kind of it just takes it's a over. state of being. Yes, yes, exactly. And so I feel like Larry Land's kind of just it's the world that the Larrys live in. You know, like the world is kind of your playground. Like the other day we went to the yeah. grocery store and as soon as we walked in, you just look at the sandwich. That's in one of the, the prepackaged like container type of deal, and you just take it out in front of everybody. You didn't care about who was around, even though it was pretty crowded. And you just go, Zach, look at this meat. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's very nice, Jason. That, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh my god, oh, look at this. And you just pick up this container of wings, like it's just like like the holy grail. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. bro, people are around. Like, what are we doing? Like, they're they're staring. And you're like, uh, dude, I, I need the meats. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know. know if you like, dude. I'm having fun. Shirt. I'm having fun. If I'm going shopping, if I'm going to a grocery store, I like to have fun with things, right? We still should have bought peaches. I wish we did that. that that's fun. Yeah, peaches are always a good purchase. But uh, <laughs> we need a peach in the studio. I think that's our next thing. We got a banana and the CML sign, but yeah, I think we need you, a got, peach. you guys heard Steve talking about how the, the banana was burning his eyes open, and now I'm looking at the neon "Call Me Larry" sign, and that one's just keeping me wide awake. Oh yeah, if you thought the, the banana burned your eyes open, the CML sign burns him down another oh, level. Oh, for sure, for sure. You don't Dude, sleep. But what other what other examples do you think you have of like just being in the world? 
I don't know. If you want to get the meats, go get the meats. Uh, you know, like it's one thing or another. Just like, just explore. Have like that, fun. Like the dude wearing the pilot's outfit or like the onesie or whatever that's called. And then wearing a Scooby-Doo head walking down the street that we yeah, talked about. Yeah, yeah, dude. Whatever go be Batman if you want to be Batman. We talk about this, yeah. right? So it's like, just, just be yourself, right? And yeah. um, have fun with things because there's so much monotony in our lives. And, you know, people can't do as much uh, now as they were able to necessarily yeah. do pre-COVID, right? So just enjoy the little things. Have fun. Um, you know, like Zach and I just spent the whole day today, uh, watching like football, hanging out. No, no, we had, we, we had fun because we were just living in the moment. But yeah, I mean, you do have a good point there about, it's really about not caring what other people think, which not that we need to like get into the sentimentality of it, but it definitely, it helps to kind of, you know, be presentable, be a part of the public, you know, decency, but also like, you know, you're a Larry dude, just live your life, be what you want to be. Like, don't, don't let other people to bring you down. Preach, I think, preach. I think that ties into kind of what we were talking about, being the drunkest person at the party where it's like, you know, it's okay to not care what people think, but you don't want to be, you don't want to be that guy sometimes. And so like you were talking about being the drunkest person at the party and I've definitely, definitely been the drunkest person at the party. I can think for one example, there was this time where I ended up getting invited to a party like super last minute during the work week and I had just gotten home from work. And I just loaded up a bowl of Cheerios with a bunch of blueberries. Like I was like okay. starving, just rolling with it. Like, you know, after work snack, whatever, it's like three, 4 PM, whatever. Yeah, My yeah. buddy hits me up. He's like, yo, these people are having a party, whatever. And I, I knew all the people that were at the party, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't friends with them. Like I, I knew them well enough to be there. And so I go and you know, I'm just kind of drinking whatever they're handing me. Like, I don't really, I was a little bit younger at this point. So I, I didn't have as much life experience as I do now. And I'm just putting back whatever they hand me. And within like an hour, I am just like a, a starfish out in the front lawn. Star or the back lawn. Dude, I'm like Patrick Star. I'll shriveled yeah, up. Yeah, like, Patrick Star yeah, yeah. out of water. Like, dude, I'm just, I'm existing, right? And like, I'm around, like all these people around me, whatever. Um, and so we're in the backyard and the setup of this this kid's house was like they had a really big multi-level deck and then just this like the longest like the stairway to heaven dude it was so damn long yeah yeah and i'm down i'm just splayed out like chilling in the backyard like not bothering anyone but definitely not like it, being a part of the party i'm like the, i'm the drunkest guy there like I'm, a, I'm like your friend who's just like oh yeah i'm good whatever so eventually i realized that i need to puke and in hindsight i should have just gone into the woods which was like right next to where i was like chilling like just sitting in the in the the lawn chair or whatever and so instead i'm like oh i should go to the bathroom more privacy like just it made more sense go to the bathroom mm -hmm. so i started walking up the stairs this like i said they're so long and i get like maybe a, a quarter to a third of the way up and i just start puking up blueberries like literally straight oh like God. like what i just ate cheerios blueberries whatever like just straight liquid like absolutely disgusting and so it, rather than like using my brain and going off to the side of the staircase, like over the railing, or, you know, maybe going back down and like going to the woods, like kind of realizing what I'm doing. I just puke my way up the staircase. Like I'd hit a stair, bleh, take a step into the puke, bleh, step, bleh, <laughs> step, like the whole freaking way. Eventually I'm still vomiting by the time I get to the top and then I go over the side and everyone's just watching this happen. And they're like, dude, what the hell? I literally was too gone to have the capacity to be able to clean this up. And I luckily one of my other friends was like, dude, I got you. Like just go lie down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so I, they dude, to that. I'm still friends with these people. I made friends that day somehow. I, I guess I was great before I turned into a disaster, but like my friend cleaned it up. I passed this kids out on this kid's couch until like 11 or 12 and then I ended up going home. But it was just like, 
you know, I was, I was feeling myself. I was having a great time, but like, then I inconvenienced other people and I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. I don't want to do Blueberry that. Cheerios everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I repainted this kid's deck. Oh God. No, I, I totally feel that. And you know, given we are on vomit stories, I have my best friend, um, one of my best friends, should I say. Larry Land, sponsored by puking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I had a house in Florida that my, my grandparents owned uh, and it was passed down to the family. And I was down there with two of my best friends in high school. Uh, actually, it was like, it was uh, college. So down with two of my best friends in college, uh, early college, like freshman year, right when we had first met, I think I actually invited you to this trip and it didn't end up working out. Yeah, I was, um, a, I was a poor college boy. I couldn't afford it. Yeah, yeah. But so we ended up going there and my one friend, we, we you know, we were, it's just us. It's just us, which is the first time this has ever happened. So we're like, we're oh, gonna, there was no adult supervision. No adults, no adults. First oh, time. Fuck, and it's a very out. nice property. But I'm with the boys, and we were also uh, underage at the time, right? So we're like, how do we get, like, beer? Like, we were, like, 20. I was about to be 21, right? And I was like, how do we get beer if we wanted to get beer? Um, and so my friend and I, we biked to the liquor store and hit our bikes behind the liquor store and walked in. Um, and, you know, got – just me, I got, like, an 18-pack of it's, bottles. That's all so they had. It's so funny the amount of effort you'll go so to. So much effort. Like, Dude, like, we had bikes and we had backpacks and we yeah. bought bottles. What kind of stupid person buys bottles? I bought bottles. Oh, I, dude, I don't know. That's I bought 18 bottles to carry in a bike backpack. It's a disaster waiting to happen. Exactly. So we ended up getting it, though. And the next thing we bought we a steak. Work, yeah. And then we went to the, the grocery store. We bought steak. So we had steak and beer. Like, that was our thing. So we started uh, at playing... that age, though. That's literally like like the last... living like kings. Yo, yeah, dude. Living it's like, like kings. It's like the best thing. Ever. So we start playing drinking games in our op- like we have like Operation Finish the the bottle or fill the bucket was the whole thing. It's like finish all the beers, put them in the. Until... You had eighteen beers for how many guys? No, we got more later, but it was oh, just okay. there was a lot of there was a lot of beer, and it was the operation was to fill the entire garbage can. So everyone was like, "We're drinking all the beer tonight." Jesus. Well, that was not a good idea, needless to say. But uh, how many how many people were so, you with? It was three guys, I think. Okay. So we had steak and we had those beers. Uh, so one of my friends, he doesn't handle liquor very well or alcohol, any, any sort of alcohol, <laughs> beer in that manner. Uh, and we had a big steak dinner. This is the biologist, and, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he might be on the show soon. Uh, but so he, we put back a bunch of beers and then, uh, you know, he's not feeling so good. Right, and we're in the we're in the garage outside. So he's like, I don't feel so good. And just like you had that decision where you're just like, why? Like I should have gone in the woods. Right, he could have walked outside because he was in a garage. But instead, he goes into my house and starts traversing through my house. <laughs> As he's traversing through my house, he's projectile vomiting. Now he passes two bathrooms, <laughs> and he runs upstairs. So he's he's now already vomiting in three rooms. He starts throwing upstairs uh, on the stairs, and then he moves. He, there's a there's a left and there's a right. Right? Both rooms have a bathroom in it. So this guy just left a snail trail of vomit yes, all yes. over wait, your wait, house. Wait, wait, dude, the amount that this man had released from his stomach, <laughs> unfathomable. So, so he went, so, so there's two options, left and right at the top of the stairs. <laughs> Both had bathrooms. He went to the right, right? And I could tell because of the evidence. Right? <laughs> you, you so he ran to the right. He ran into the room. Uh, he threw up all over both beds, two separate beds and a, a lampshade and a wall. Dude, how do, oh, He passed right. the bathroom. <laughs> He walked by the bathroom to go throw up on different objects. <laughs> Dude, it's like he was trying to like cover as much as possible, right? But listen to this. And then he runs out of the room, passing the bathroom again, and goes into the master bedroom. So he's now thrown up in seven rooms in the house. In the in span his, of like ten minutes? In, his, in, in five minutes of just Jeez. running around. And he passed four bathrooms. And then, dude, he doesn't tell us. We didn't see this. Like, we, we found it. Or oh, did he come back out and was like, oh, I'm good? No, he was gone. And we're like, where, where'd he go? Oh, all right. I walk upstairs and I find this 
horrid trail. <laughs> I look, I walk up the stairs and I see there's a trail to the right of vomit and there's a trail to the left it's of like, vomit. I was like, how do you do that? Why is it in both directions? Dude, it's like the puking scene in um in like the parody movies for The Exorcist and the, the, the person like, the power of Christ can be yeah, like, yeah. all no, was, over the place. I'm not kidding. But so I walked up the stairs and there was two separate uh, like ways to the bathroom. Both had vomit going into them. I was like, how do you do this? How do you go into two different rooms? Dude, I would love to see an animated version of that. Just him running back and forth. Oh, like, my God. Oh, and then I go in the bedroom, both That's beds. hilarious. Separate. They're not next to each other. A yeah. lampshade, a wall. And I, and I find him butt-ass naked in the shower with the door <laughs> Wait, open. Why was he naked? Butt-ass naked with the, in the shower oh, with right. the door open. Is he asleep? And he just looks at me and he's like, oh. I don't feel so good. <laughs> I was like, bro. You just flew, you just threw up in seven rooms, and he just like throws up again in the shower, and I'm just like, oh god. So me and my other two friends oh spend god. two hours plus at like two a.m. cleaning up this stuff, cleaning up chunks of vomit because this is a nice this is a nice house. This is really nice. Oh, why Dude, he threw up, a, he threw up on Persian rug. He threw up on nice white carpets. So we're doing oh, like a geez. full cleaning, like two hours of cleaning. Dude, there's while no- he's while he's naked in the shower sitting. There's nothing worse than like that ha- happening at your parents' place. Oh like my something god! That, like your parents own, like they are immediately. I've had that happen where I had parties at my uh, my parents' house, and my mom would come home and immediately freak out because one thing would be off. I don't think you've seen this yet, but have you seen a grizzly bear? Chase a man. Only in the Revenant. Okay. There is a video online of a guy biking and he passes a grizzly bear. Bro, this guy's bugging. Like he's he's going fast on his bike, right? He passes this grizzly bear who is a behemoth. Huge. Don't the fuck grizzly with grizzly bears. bears. The largest gri- they're the they're the nastiest aside from polar bears. Yeah, polar bears are bigger. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get my friend on the show who's a um a biologist and he knows everything about animals. Yeah. yeah, he's animal facts we man. People, fa- fact yeah, that. yeah. People, people, uh, people call him Snapple facts, and then I think I think the Snapple fact is that like ninety percent of Snapple facts are not real. I don't know what it is or, or fake. <laughs> Wait, like, really? Yeah, yeah. I do. There's one of them that messes with that you, but then. But that, here's the question: Is that one fake? I don't know, but if that's true, then that removes about ninety percent of my knowledge about everything. <laughs> yeah. So, so this guy's a walking Snapple fact. He he's hilarious. Uh, we're definitely gonna try to get him on in one of the next couple episodes. Yeah, dude. I mean, like you know about Kodiak Island, right in Alaska, the Kodiak bears. Well, I know Kodiak bears, yeah. So they Kodiak- like, I know they may have like Kodiak pancakes, bro, that are like protein pancakes. <laughs> mm, strong that like a bear. Dude, so they have they have this island in uh in Alaska and it's like home to Kodiak bears and basically like they've had people they've had um I guess it would be biologists, like just people like they go there to study the bears and yeah. they, they arrive and they never come back. And it's like Shit. dude, what you Stop going. Stop go- like yo. Larry Land is wherever the fuck you want it to be, except for there. Like, yeah. there, don't don't take the risk where it's like the odds are not in your favor. This yeah. is not the Hunger Games. The odds are not in your favor. Yeah. So so um, you know what really scared me about grizzly bears? You know, I, I looked online and I I go to a place that has uh, a decent amount of black bears. Right. That's one of uh, I my one of my family members has a house there, yeah. and we go and spend time there. And, um, the, what it says to do if you see a black bear is to, you know, like look like, make yourself look really large and yell and scream and our throw black, things. Are you know, black bears smaller in the bear chain? Well, they're probably, they're, they're, they're pretty small, right? So yeah. the thing is like, make yourself really big and yell and scream, make a lot of noise and you'll scare away a black bear, right? That is, that is, if you go on Google, 
That's what it tells you to do if you encounter a black bear. Now, if you encounter a grizzly bear, do you want to know what Google tells you to do? Probably hide. like Bro, bro, listen to this. Listen to this. It is terrible. Google tells you to crawl into a ball and protect the back of your neck to survive, hopefully survive the attack. Are you kidding me? Anything that tells me your best chance of survival is to crawl into the fetal position and protect the back of your neck, I'm dead. I'm dead. There's no chance. That is scary as fuck. I don't know about you. That is terrible advice as well. It's probably great advice, but it's like, that is not something I want to do if there's a grizzly bear. That's how scary grizzly bears are. Dude, I was at work. One of my first ever internships in the job that I have, I was at work, right? And like, I don't know why the hell people were talking about this, but they go, yo, Zach, like, would you rather fight a shark or a bear? And in my mind, I'm like, probably a bear just because like, if I'm in the water, I'm already screwed. Like, the, 100% shark, bro. Y- you would rather fight a shark? Yeah. See, like, I, I, dude, that's such a hard call because, like, I feel like I have better footing. I'll on the let you finish. I'll let you finish. I'll I, explain. I my can reason. navigate. The point, the point being, is that I can navigate the navigate the ground better than I can swim. Like, I'm definitely a decent swimmer, but getting away from a shark, like, you're fucked. Like, there's, I just don't see how you can do that. Granted, a bear is significantly larger. You know, X, Y, and Z. What, like, so many different reasons, right? And. <laughs> justification. So I said shark, right? Because, or no, no, I said bear. I said bear because of, because of ground. Like maybe yeah. I can run hide, whatever. I know that a bear is gonna fuck me up either way. Yeah. And, they, and this guy fucking goes. He goes, dude. You know they'll eat you while you're still alive, right? And I go, I mean, yeah, I guess. And he goes, they start with the ass first while they pin you down. <laughs> and I'm like, All right, I'll take the fucking shark. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, that's funny. Just... But for some for life advice for our Larrys out there. Um, <laughs> Guys, so bears are territorial. Um, bears, they finish what they start. Bears are very large, and they're land animals, right? If you're in the water with a shark, what normally happens, doesn't matter the type of shark for the most part, a shark will bite you and realize that you're not regular food and then leave, right? Now, granted, that doesn't happen. If you punch a shark in the nose or gouge its eye, it will most likely leave you alone, right? And the reason I know this uh, is because I have spent extensive amount. I, I was a shark kid. I was like a shark and dinosaur kid. I was like, you know, it's like you have the kids and like they're like, I play football. I play soccer. Yeah, and it's like, I, I know sharks. We bought dinosaur nuggets earlier and just, just for shits and giggles, like we were in the grocery store. Why not? We cooked a bunch of them and then we bring it back and he goes, Jason points at one and goes, that's a stegosaurus. And I'm like, <laughs> you're seven. Like, you're literally seven. <laughs> I am 25, believe it or not. Um, but no, I was that kid that like got all the shark books and watched all the shark shark week videos and I all that. I loved the shark teeth when I was younger. Shark, shark week is sick on yeah, uh, yeah. So So you're much more likely to survive a single attack from a shark because sure. it'll, it'll bite you and leave. It'll be like, ooh. This is like kind of not tasty. Like I don't really like human. I thought it was tuna, and like leave. Like so, and and if they don't leave, their their noses and their eyes are very sensitive. Yeah. Meanwhile, you can shoot a grizzly bear four times with a magnum in the in the head, and it'll still be alive and trying to kill you. Yeah, that's wild. Like, uh, I'm gonna go with shark. <laughs> All right. As much as I hate the water. <laughs> so here's the thing. Why doesn't Call Me Larry have its own amusement park? Why don't we create? The Larry Land. It sounds like a great business. <laughs> Dude, I would invest. That sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. I would invest. I don't know about you. Um, 
You know, amusement parks are pretty fun. I've had some pretty crazy encounters and situations at amusement parks. Something that I think back to, um, and I don't know, I don't know where the listeners stand. Where do you stand, Zach? Have you ever gone on like kind of upside down roller coasters? Do you like them? I, I hate them. I've been on them. They <laughs> scare the shit out of me. <laughs> so for me, I, I probably be better now. But when I was a kid, they really scared me. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I, I just kind of sent it right, and I was like peer pressured into doing it. I didn't want to, but everyone's like, you got to do it. I thought I was going to die. I watched Final, uh, what is it? Final Destination. And in Final Destination, it's like people get their heads cut off on a roller coaster. It's like scary as fuck as a kid, right? Um, so I, I went on this up down, upside down roller coaster and I was like, damn, this is like kind of fun. And it, it was a great time. It was a great experience. The next time I went to that amusement park, all upside down roller coasters. It was a bunch. How many, how many, um, how many theme parks do you think you've been to over your life? Roughly 10. Max 10. All right. So I'm a big amusement park guy. And so is like my family and friends. I've probably been 60 to 70 times. What? Dude. It's our thing, man. I don't know. Like I go to theme parks. Dude, I've been to Disneyland a handful of times. Six Flags every now and then. Like it's 60 to 70 I've been to Universal Studios probably eight times alone. Okay, fine. If we start Larry Land, you're running that bitch. Because apparently you have all the experience. Yeah, I'm a big, I told you, I'm a big amusement guy. I'm all about the amusement. Given my experience playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, and given the Larrys we are, we need a good roller coaster, right? So I'm just thinking one big tongue. Well, <laughs> like like one big tongue ride. Well, what I was you thinking, what, I mean? what I was thinking is, have you been on like one of those mouse traps before? It's like the small rides that are like, uh, I you know I love you you love how I know the names, right? It's funny. Uh, mouse I traps. Have no idea what you're talking. About. Uh, it's like it's like a square ride that has little like goes around and jolts people around in like a very small uh, like area. the Sizzler. I don't know what the Sizzler is, man. Or are you talking about fucking TJIFs like Snake Sizzler? What what you described is is something like that. It's a small area. It goes out, comes back in, but you're going in a circle the whole time. All right. All right. So what I'm describing here, what what I'm feeling, what I'm feeling is a uh, beer can shaped circular roller coaster down. So you go up and then you go like you're spinning around a beer can. I've I've never been on that. No, 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 no. I'm saying that's our first ride. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and it's called... Call the, it, call it the And we opener. call it... No! I was going to say <laughs> that's that. That's what you were going to say? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say it's called the can opener. Which is a circular uh, beer can, you know, spinning down, like, kind of shape uh, roller coaster. The so next ride... Just a circle that goes up and down. Uh, so, so the next ride would be... Have you ever been on a log flume, Zach? I have, yeah. It's very wet. Okay, it's very wet, right? You know what else is wet? Shotguns. <laughs> okay. So we call it the shotgun and it's a log flume. And the opening of the log flume is the hole where you would shotgun a You beer. have this way more thought out than no, I No, no. I, this is off the cuff, baby. <laughs> okay. I'm just on this shit. Like, so you got a beer can. You got the can opener and the shotgun. That is two of our rides. Tell me that's we're not already bringing people there. The next ride is probably called the keg stand. You know the ride that goes all the way up very slowly and just free falls down? Oh, I've never been on that. It scares me. Yeah, you know the tallest <laughs> ride of the park that does that? That's the cake stand. So you know what else we need? We need a 4D game. And what I mean by that? I got it. I know what you mean. Choose your sapling. You find that tree. And you de-root that tree. And then you choose whose ever apartment you want to have it. You can choose 
Is it a Hanukkah bush? <laughs> is it a Christmas tree? It can be whatever kind of holiday gift you'd like it to be. But you need to de-root and place it within someone's place. And that, that is not hard. I'm going to tell you right now. We did it pretty damn easily. <laughs> the, best, the best feature of that ride is there's no fine. You just got to pay to get on it. And, and there's no mess. <laughs> it's, it's virtual. No, no, no what, what, what I was envisioning, right, is like it's a 4D ride where there's six people to get on this ride. And you get on. And <laughs> that's got big trees, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so six people that get on this ride, right? And they are, whether they knew they were or not, they're, they're taking down a tree, right? Like they get on this ride and they're getting shook back and forth, back and forth. And you're, they're seeing a tree slowly getting derooted, right? And then from there, 4D. You got wind blowing on your face as you rail it into someone's apartment. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, we got the ideas. We're here. We just need the funding and someone, some legal people to make sure that we don't kill everyone in the park. All right, guys. It's going to be it for this week, but please go like, subscribe, follow. Leave us a comment wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us out. We appreciate it. Follow us and like our posts on Instagram and Twitter at Comulary underscore pod. Again, it really helps us out and we appreciate you guys so much. We'll catch you next week. Peace. We'll see you all in Larry Land. Hey. Ha. Yeah. Give me this moment, bitch, I want it. Put up a shot of your shot it. Saw me a new whip about it. Saw me a big fish, I cut it. The other's rap game is just not it. They tell me to rap and I'm talking. Freddy the 13th, he coming.